Welcome, oh, yeah. tenants. Sorry, man. It's all Here good. we are. All Here good. we are. It's the last episode of the year. We made it through the whole year. What a long year. What a long year, right? <laughs> Welcome to the only nerds in the building. We are here in our separate buildings, but mm-hmm. together. 2022 right. countdown. Welcome to the only nerds in the building spectacular for Christmas. And to be here, you know, with the fireworks are. Yeah. It's the countdown of everything that we liked and it's didn't like. Final countdown. I feel like it, there should be like a doodle 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 Taffet is not a fan. You know, I'm actually really indifferent about it all. Like, I've only heard maybe five seconds of the guy's voice. I know Chris Pratt. I think he's a garbage person personally. But I think as an actor, uh, everyone liked him until we found out he was a garbage person. So I think, uh, you know, we'll we'll have to hear the voice. At least for me, I'll have to hear the voice a little bit longer. But Yeah, I think it's going to be one of those getting used to things. Yeah, Yeah. but I'm I'm indifferent. Charlie Day is pretty perfect for Luigi. Yeah, yep. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is Princess Peach. For the most part, it's a stellar cast. That's why yeah. I think it'll be okay. And yeah. I think if you look at all of Chris Pratt's movies, like they do a lot of padding around him to like, we've got you this amazing cast. Don't fuck it up. Right. right. Yeah, for real. Right. <laughs> but all in all, I you know, I was reading an article the other day and it said 2022... Uh, has been uh, a year of garbage movies and, and media, uh, and I I don't I don't agree. I now, don't. I think that there has been some garbage. I think there is a like a plethora of garbage, but there have been some really good things this year. Oh yeah. yeah. But that's what we're here to talk about: our favorites and maybe a few of our not so favorites. Sure. Uh, to sprinkle in there, just to just to have a little negativity. Well, coupon day. <laughs> Steal my line. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, are we doing top ten? Are we doing top five? We're just doing our <clears throat> favorites in general. I'm prepared for a top fifteen. <laughs> I don't know. I am prepared for a top fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of varies for me i think my games are maybe a top five but i think my comics may be a top 10 and i think my movies are a top 10 but i think my games are at a top five i could do a top five games i could probably throw out just because i haven't played that much this year <laughs> so i could definitely do a top five Sounds well, yes. me i'm just all on the movies so like <laughs> i'm well, trying let's... to think of games that came out this year that i played and it's like zero well, let's let's talk about some of the games then, since we're on that subject. Taffeta, you oh. want to start us off? Oh, sure. Uh, for myself, I, there's not really any particular order, but uh, Unpacking um, was kind of a calming, relaxing game that I enjoyed. And essentially, uh, it's literally what it sounds like. It's on Game Pass, and 
you are unpacking through like, you know, your life. You start off as a teenager unpacking into your very first room from like growing from like, you know, like a, you know, toddler and a kindergartner to a teenager. And then you pack into your, then you unpack into your college dorm and then you unpack into a couple of different relationships, you know, and at the very end, uh, you kind of go through like a divorce. And so you unpack for that. And then you finally unpack for like, you know, the, the relationship that's going to be the one. And it's, uh, I'm kind of obviously paraphrasing it, but it's very uh, emotionally driven and uh, it's narrative driven. So there's a lot of stories and I don't want to give it away because the ending was actually a nice surprise. Uh, but I thought that it's really relaxing because it's kind of a puzzle game. So it just, you just pick, you know, uh, the level and it says, find these things. And, you know, it's a little difficult, you know, if you're not really paying attention, but unpacking was uh, pretty relaxing. And I had fun with that. Um, would you, would you say it's kind of closer to like journey? I don't think I played journey. Oh, journey is very good. Is it? Okay. Oh, I'll have to look for that. Kind of a relaxing, uh, you're going through a journey but then it's got like a really emotional gut punch. Well, probably then. Yeah, yeah, this is, it's kind of on that level to where, you know, it's it's narrative driven, but most of the stuff I play is on Game Pass. Uh, so that's where most of my games are. Um, and then also the uh, Cuphead second course. Uh, pretty much, I love the game. I'm awful at it, but they did a really good job bringing in uh, some new characters, adding to a level and making it feel like a whole nother game, even though it was very short. Um, but they didn't charge very much. It was $7 for the DLC and you had a whole new uh, aisle or a whole new map and just a couple of things to go in and knock around. And uh, I had a blast with that. And then you got yeah. to interview one of the voices, yeah? Um, I talked to the guy who does the uh, voice of Mugman on the uh, Netflix show. Okay, but he's not and in the game? Yeah, they're different. The ones oh, on the okay. game are different than the uh, the animated show. I, All had, right. uh, I just assumed that they were the same, but you know what assuming says? Slightly different, yeah. Um, and the Dreamlight Valley, Disney Dreamlight Valley has really consumed most of my uh, gaming for the year. Essentially just, uh, I feel like I'm every Disney character's bitch. They're all movie stars and coming back to their Disneyland. And so they need me to be an errand person. And so I'm just running around catching fish for Maui and Moana, you know, and doing this other errands for Mickey and Minnie. I'm just kind of like an errand person. and. In between all of it, I get to kind of build my own kind of little, you know, magical fantasy realm, which has kind of kept me sane through a lot of too much work. So I definitely had fun with that. Um, and then multiverses. Uh, it's essentially Super Mario Brothers, Smash Brothers, but with WB characters. Yeah. And I've had a blast with that um, as plain as the Iron Giant, kicking as much butt as I possibly can. Is that the what was the other one I think I did a revisit back to Beyond Blue it came out a few years ago 2020 and since I kind of go back and do revisits for me it was still one that I played a lot this year and that's essentially just an educational deep sea diving video game that uh it's also really relaxing because you don't really have to worry about getting uh attacked or killed by any of the sea creatures so I pretty much just spend a lot of time just swimming around with with the whales and listening to them so it's another kind of chill game that sounds awesome i like that i like that the very chill like relaxing go through a type of games are, are really yeah really nice for me i think for me uh in no particular order but uh disney's dreamlight valley is is a really fun it, there's not much to it you know you do you do you do a bunch of errands and and then um you know you build your city up the way you want it it's it's farmville 
with Disney characters and, yes. and, and all of that. <laughs> and that's yeah. fine. I'm totally glad it was on Game Pass because if I had paid $60 for it, I think I would be more annoyed. Sure. Um, but uh, Forza Horizon 5, uh, really enjoyed. I am never a racing person. Like when it comes to games, like it's Mario Kart is fine. I love Mario Kart. It's Mario characters. It's Yo I get to play as Yoshi. I love it. Um, but Forza Horizon three or four, I can't remember which one. It might have been three. I bought back in the day and I loved it. And I was like, well, I, you know, Game Pass has five on it. So I picked, played it and it's just one gorgeous, just gorgeous looking. And and it's a turn your brain off racing game. Like I don't have to really think much. Yeah. I just race through the jungle and through the snow and the mountains and it's great. And you get to see all these cool things. It's I love those games. An open world racing game. Like it's so crazy that they have that. But oh, cool. I love it. Um, I'm, I'm looking at my game pass like because game pass is really where I played all my games like I barely have turned on my ps5 in the last few months just because I haven't there's nothing that has been out that I've been like I need to play this right now yeah um for any of the systems none of them have been like you need to play this um Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh Shredder's Revenge mm -hmm. oh, yeah. is really fun old school uh side scrolling beat em up right just in the vein of all the old side scrolling beat em up digital games we played before shredder's revenge is fantastic super fun uh what is that three of them uh the fourth one i played tunic holy crap tunic is amazing think of the, a, lot, a lot of people called it a souls like like a dark souls like uh, with okay. like a Zelda thing to it, I didn't. I didn't ever feel like I was gonna throw my controller like a Souls-like game would make me do. Um, but Tunic is this really cute game. You're this fox. Uh, you wake up on this island. You can't read any of the language. Even the um, instruction booklet that you get is all in this different language. So you're kind of going by like context clues on what you're supposed to do. You get your sword. You get your shield. Uh, and you go and you do your thing and it feels very Zelda-like, um, but harder, uh, but really fun, just, okay. and beautiful, beautiful, uh, top-down, um, Escher-esque, uh, level design, uh, you don't know where you can go and you've got to figure out the different, it's just really cool. Tunic cool. is great, it's on Game Pass and it is very much worth a play. Uh, and then... Last but certainly not least, this is my favorite game of the year. Oh, I cannot stop playing it. It is high on life. It is a first-person shooter from Justin Roiland of oh, Rick and Morty yeah. fame. That one just came out. I've been curious about that. I can't stop playing. It is freaking hysterical. You are this kid. Aliens come to his home. You uh, end up having to jump to their world uh, with the help of this gun that talks to you. The gun has like a little bulb on the end, he talks to you. And you hook up with a bounty hunter who's like derelict, awful person, who's like, hey, if you die, I get your house then. That's the deal. You can wear my bounty hunter gear and do all my bounties, but if you die, I get your house. Uh, and then it's just hysterical. Literally today while I was playing, uh, I, beat, I beat a mission and then I walked into my house and on the TV is playing uh, Tammy and the T-Rex. The full movie. 
I sat there for like 30 minutes watching Tammy and the T-Rex. <laughs> Good and, day. And it, yeah. And so apparently there are five full movies in the game. You can open up a warp drive that takes you to a movie theater and you can watch full on movies. <laughs> That's while, awesome. While you're like, and it's Mystery Science Theater 3000. Like the people in front are talking about it and making fun of it. It's, it's great. It is a fantastic game. Uh, if you're not really into the Rick and Morty humor, eh, but uh, if you are, <laughs> it's it's really funny, and I'm a big Rick and Morty fan, so uh, it worked for me, and I, I like the stupid improv improvisational kind of gag to it. Like you can tell that Justin Roiland was like just talking to a mic, and they kept that in the game, you know. Cool. So uh, really fun. That was that's my favorite game <clears throat> this year, uh, hands down. Um, Mark, I, I know I gave you uh, Trover Trover Saves the Universe or whatever as one of the one of the games. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've played that yet, but you need to. It's from the same guys. No, no, man. I was stuck on Iron Man VR. I've been wanting that game for years. So that was the first thing that I beat. I was I like just focused in on that. And uh, I would say that that's one of my favorite games that I've played that this year. Mostly everything I've played is pretty much not from this year, um, except for Evil Dead. Oh, I yeah. really oh. liked Evil Dead uh it's it's a really it's really accurate to the movie the graphics are really good um the gameplay is super fun and um yeah i i once i was done i mean it's a little difficult uh so but once you got like used to it it's really good and uh like honestly i can't wait to play again but it got super competitive really fast because like, it's all online like well uh but yeah the uh there's that oh and doom uh vr for doom 3 that has been really fun i just checked that out um and i just got my aim controller right now it literally was just delivered right as we were oh you got an aim controller for the psvr just for that nice. yeah like i almost bought the bundle when it first came out and i didn't and i'm kind of kicking myself but uh yeah i'm so glad to finally have so you it got the, and go the doom that. 3 vr or did you get the doom uh one and two like the remakes not doom, the remakes but the doom 3 vr and because i heard vfr and i saw the gameplay on vfr and it's just so clunky and terrible no they uh, they refreshed it dude you got to go back like they well, they totally I, I thought i watched a recent gameplay huh. and it's like you know he's trying to throw his grenade and it doesn't quite go oh. where he wants it to go and uh like the deaths are kind of slow so hopefully i'm wrong um, but that's why I got Doom VR because the reviews were way better for it. Um, Doom 3 VR. And uh, but VFR, I'm holding off until I just sure see more evidence that it's really good. Yeah, exactly. This game was 20 bucks now, and I was like, that's happening. So uh yeah, instantly I, well, actually uh my wife got it for me, but nice. so but I held off on getting it right away because I was hoping she would get it for me for my birthday and she nailed it. Noise. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> Noise. trying to think of another game uh, uh oh it was really fun uh also going off of teenage mutant ninja turtles but it was like the re-release of the retro games that you can play cool. on your playstation the cowabunga collection that was excellent exactly thank you that was really really fun it was really cool to just feel like a kid again in front of my channel three turn knob tv you know <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it was that that was really fun yeah uh anything else i know there's some other stuff that came out there's a lot of indie stuff that came out over the past 
a month and a half, but nothing that I really have played enough to, you know, warrant to be like in my top. I pretty much just spouted off like what I've been playing the most and enjoyed the most. So have you have any of y'all gotten to try Gotham Knights yet? I'm super mm -hmm. interested in it. I no, uh, I am too. Super interested in Gotham Knights. Uh, there were a few games that I really wanted to play, like Pokemon Scarlet or Violet. I'm a big Pokemon fan. I've been I've skipped out on so many of them, but this this looks fun even without with all the glitches they're talking about. Um, but yeah, Gotham Knights I really want to play. Pokemon. Uh, what's the uh, Ghost Ghostbuster Spirits? Uh, I do want to play that because you can actually be a ghost. Yes, I want to play that so bad. I want I was, to be a ghost. I heard that for the money, it's not worth it right now. Next yes. year, supposedly, they're going to like revamp everything and put a bunch of levels in and stuff. So I'll wait till next year to actually hop in and play it. But I do want to play it. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's why I didn't get it either. Because I saw the price and I saw how long it was. And yep. I was like, eh, back to Game Pass. 100%. No, I was kind of like crossing my fingers, like, come on, come to Game Pass. Bring it to Game Pass. This is a Game Pass game for sure. Um, but I, I really would like to see it do well. Uh, the Ghostbusters franchise is, is near and dear to my heart, like everything Ghostbusters. I just saw a trailer at the Game Awards for uh, a new Ghostbusters game coming out for uh, the VR for um, Quest and PSVR and PCVR. It looks freaking amazing. I'm super excited to, to play that and be a Ghostbuster with, you know, in the world, you know, you're holding the, the gun and everything. So mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. there was another game I think I put on my Christmas list that I was like, I want to play that too. But it, again, it was another Oh, Sonic Frontiers. That okay. Oh, really yeah. Interesting to me, but I, those are ones that I'm, I will play. I didn't want to spend seventy dollars on at the moment. Yeah. I'm kind of like not unless it's just a huge release. I'm kind of like out if it's a seventy dollar game, like fifty, sixty. I'm there for it. But I'm sorry, once it gets to seventy, I'm like that better be like game of the year or I'm not buying it. Yeah. Yeah, and it feels like a lot of these games come to Game Pass or PlayStation um, Plus. You know, these big name games, they like, they want you to get into them. So they're, they're trying to throw it at you, oh, do this, and then they'll buy the DLC, you know? Yeah. Uh, right. So, which is usually the case. Like, if I like a game that I got on PlayStation Plus, I'm buying the DLC because I want to play more of it. Sure. Um, but it's also really hard to want to play a game now, like that I missed out last thing last year because, or, or PS last, what is it, generation. Because they keep remaking these games. They're like, oh, yeah. Last of Us PS5 edition. We did it <laughs> yeah. from the ground up. And it's like, well, why did I play it for PS4 then? Yeah. It kind of makes me mad. And I know there's a lot of people who are in the camp of remake this and make it awesome. But it's also like, man, I want to see uh, Naughty Dog do something different. Give me Uncharted 5 or, yeah. you know, give me Last of Us 3 or whatever. But I don't need a, a ground up remake of every single game ever. Uh, which feels like they're doing a lot of lately. I felt that. Yeah, they're taking a taking a page out of the movie production business. <laughs> well, it, <laughs> it makes money, doesn't it? Right? It makes money. Apparently. I'm, I'm so I gotta stop for a second. I'm laughing at Taffeta's uh she she went <laughs> off my page there where I put Danny the expert and she put Taffeta <laughs> old crone. <laughs> I just noticed that and that was high five high five <laughs> off there. good it's good um you you talked about comic books and you know i didn't even think about comic books but i definitely have a few in my head that i could spout off but i would love to hear uh some of the books you've read and what you thought of them 
Um, I think probably the, the top ones for me um, came from Tom Taylor and Jeff Lemire. I mean, two different titles, but Tom Taylor did a really good job with Superman, Son of Kal-El, uh, where we have Jonathan Kent kind of going through like the whole, you know, assuming the role while his dad is off fighting kind of like in the uh, the World War saga that's going on with Superman. I don't know. I wasn't really reading Superman, but I'm a huge fan of Jonathan Kent. So, and I love Tom Taylor. So he uh, kind of put Jonathan Kent through all these life experiences, even, you know, had his sexuality kind of come out and, you know, had this whole uh, embrace moment with Superman and Jonathan, which was really, really sweet. Um, uh, same kind of goes with Tom Taylor's writing for Nightwing. Uh, Nightwing has been one of the top comics that I've been reading for a while. And I, I love what he's done and how he's grown uh, Barbara and Dick back into kind of this relationship and this uh, partnership uh, during the Gotham. And then Bruno Redondo is by far the sickest fucking comic artist is out there right now. He's ridiculous. Um, I appreciated that a lot. I liked the, uh, the new kind of X-rated Exterminators comic that came out with uh, Leah Williams. Uh, she's fairly new as well as Carlos Gomez, who's the artist on that. And they pretty much have paired Jubilee, Boom Boom and Dazzler. And Dazzler's going through this whole breakup. And I think it's Dazzler. Uh, and it's just kind of becomes like this kind of like this, you know, triumphant of, you know, trio of girls that you don't really see a whole lot in the X-Men comics or the Marvel universe. And, and so it's like, okay, well now they're kind of teaming up because they're about to go find out what happened to uh, this person that was kidnapped. And so there's all these different like obstacles and stuff that got to go through, but it was just kind of neat to have uh, a female writing these characters that you don't really see a whole lot of. And so that was really neat for me. Uh, Jeff Lemire kind of comes and goes as far as one of my favorite comic writers because he's good, but he also puts out so much. So I'm just going to say everything Jeff Lemire put out this year, I liked and I read <laughs> because <laughs> I mean, he's like the Stephen King of comics. He literally has like 10 things going on at once. And the way he writes, like all the stories just wind up coming into my head and funneling into the same story. So uh, anything about Jeff Lemire, I definitely suggest it. Jeff Lemire is uh, the writer of Sweet Tooth. Yeah, he was the creator of Sweet Tooth uh, uh, back in the day and Whoa. got fairly popular. Uh, not not the... Sweet Tooth, uh, not the your guy. Mark. Thank you, thank you. I got <laughs> excited Sweet for tooth, a second. Sweet Tooth guy with the antlers. They made a Netflix yeah. series. Oh, that guy. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, Underwater <laughs> Welder. He does a lot of work with Dustin Nguyen. He's responsible for like the Black Camera Universe. Uh, teamed up with DC a lot and kind of. Is a take on their Justice League, but a little bit more emotional. Everything he does is a lot more emotional and a lot more dramatic. Uh, he's a fantastic artist. Um, there's one graphic novel, novel that I read. There's a couple that I read, but one that kind of stood out was uh, Monkey Meat. Uh, and it's almost kind of like a, a series of vignettes, a series of stories that are kind of told together. And essentially you've got like this uh, Monkey Meat Corporation and it's uh, highly satirical when it comes to capitalism. And everyone's trying to trying to figure out like where all this uh, weird unexplained stuff is happening. And uh, like I said, it's five or six different issues, and they all have different stories that kind of weave into there. And uh, it's uh, it's interesting, and I, I like the fact that it was heavier on the political side than I was expecting. You know, because it is just kind of a, a poke at capitalism and what happens if you just let one big corporation just kind of run everything. Almost kind of like Brando in, yes. uh, you know, uh, idiocracy. Idiocracy, yeah, something like that. But it's uh, a, a little bit more stretched out, and a little bit more uh, dramatic as well. 
And then one of the other ones that I really uh, enjoyed was The Many Deaths of Lilia. Let me look it up, I can't pronounce this. Uh, Lilia Star. And essentially it focuses more on uh, death and how people react to it. Uh, I heard a lot about like grief and dealt with a lot of grief this, uh, this year. And I think a lot of my stuff kind of reflected that that I was drawn to. And so the book focuses on death and how we deal with it. And you know, the importance of kind of embracing what you have, why you have it and in the moment and uh, you know, kind of highlights the benefits of meditation and stuff. So it's, it's a little different, but I, I did like that. And then uh, Supergirl, World of Tomorrow, Tom King coming back swinging. A lot of people give Tom King shit because they don't like his Batman stuff or his DC stuff, but his uh, work on uh, uh, Woman of Tomorrow, I highly recommend it. She, uh, she comes out swinging and the art was amazing as well. And uh, she winds up kind of being a mentor to a girl who actually like, you know, uh, I think is sick or she's dying or something like that. Again, more grief and so super... Uh, Supergirl gets this chance to kind of like you know uh, have a have a younger person to kind of influence which you don't usually see with Superwoman so or excuse me Supergirl so and then I've got a whole bunch more I can talk about comics forever but those were the ones that kind of stood out as those far are, as kind of new ones I love it because now I'm like making a list I'm like okay it's been a while since I've really dove into DC or, or Marvel uh just because I got really sick of the same old same old um yeah I did, I did burn myself out a little bit because I was like, I'm going to do every book in New 52 or I'm going to do every book. And, and then hey. I started doing it and I was like, <laughs> I can't do this. So I ended up doing like the whole uh, New 52 Batman run. Uh, yeah. and, then I, and then I did some of the Justice League stuff and then going into how it all reworked into um, Rebirth and, and yeah. trying, trying to get into Rebirth. And I, I just burned myself out a little bit, all the superhero stuff. Oh. Um and I got uh, two more for you really quick, because yeah. I know you like Tinian. So yes. uh, uh, Nice House on the Lake. Yes. Kind of, uh, uh, kind of a mystery one that he did where he kind of uh, took a big step back because he's heavily involved with the DC stuff. So it was nice to have him kind of come out of that element because he is a horror uh, writer. So to have him kind of back with like a, a slasher, but also a good mystery. Uh, and plus, I really like Jordi uh, uh, Belair. She's come a long way and she does a lot of the colors for a lot of the stuff that I like. And so I want to give a shout out to her to see her, like she's still doing her thing. And then Chip Zarsky came out with a war uh, crime comic. I think it's New, New Burn or something like that. I started reading that. I'm only about four issues in of the trade. And so to have Chip Zarsky, who usually you wouldn't take seriously, uh, you know, is from Sex Criminals and he was writing Jughead. And then uh, more recently he started doing Batman, but Newborn, New Burn, yeah, and EWBURN is kind of like a, a, a crime thriller, like an old school throwback to like New Wars and stuff. And uh, to have him writing it, there's a lot of fucked up shit in there too. So I, I really like his art. So that'll be really cool to, to go check out. I have um, I have all of the hardcover, big, big hard sex criminals, sex nice. criminals. I have the three hardcover books because I love that yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what that says about me, but uh, <laughs> oh, no, I know I was a huge fan. I, I appreciate his uh his creativity too so I, I, get you. I don't know if you've ever looked at the hardcovers but you know they they're just it says on it big hard sex criminals really large and I'm like okay it's the paper take the paper off and instead of the book just being like a simple color book or whatever no it's like a whole book of like how to kill your friends off or <laughs> how, to, how to grieve your 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 grandmother after you know like weird 
weird stuff. And I'm just like, son of a bitch, I can't read this in public. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly what they want. But yeah, so uh, pretty good year for comics. I, uh, but about movies. Well, can I jump in some comics? Just a few? Just, no, not at all. If you don't mind. I um, mind. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin. <gasps> That's good, yes. Mm, I, I bought the, the hardcover. It was on sale uh, a couple months ago for like mm-hmm, stupid, mm-hmm. like $14 for the hardcover. And I was like, okay, I need yeah. this book in my life. Amazing book. Um, basically, all the brothers have died except for one. And he's going to, and, and that one is going to avenge them. And I don't want to say who it is because I want Mark to read it and be surprised. It's Raph. <laughs> it's not Raph. He's um, the angry one. Come it's on. It's not Raph. Damn it. Okay. Uh, anyway, that book was fantastic. Uh, I don't, I think it, I'm going to go ahead and say it counts for this year only because uh, it came, the, 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 all of them came together this year. But, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't do a ton of comics this year. Uh, I'm still keeping up with Tinian's uh, the the Truth Department, which is fantastic. Yeah, uh, or Department of Truth, and uh, of course, something is killing the children. is is one of my all time favorites, which is still releasing. Um, but I did a lot of manga uh, or manga, and uh, Jujutsu Kaisen and Chainsaw Man uh, have blown me away. Chainsaw Man especially is my all-time favorite thing right now. I can't get enough of it. Um, that and uh, another one that started releasing this year is called Crazy Food Truck. It's about a dude who runs a food truck in the apocalypse. Nice. Uh, and it, yeah, <laughs> it's really cool. Uh, basically, the dude is like, okay, I'm going to go sell all this stuff. And he goes to different places uh, with his food truck. And there's a mystery about him. You don't know much. But he comes across this girl who also can cook but she can eat a crap load like she eats them out of house and home basically she's got a mystery with the government following her and then you find out that the government people that are following her actually worked with the crazy food truck guy so good there's only two books out but it's so good Uh, i'm in love with it crazy food truck those are what i've read jujutsu kaisen chainsaw man crazy food truck there's been a few other uh okay uh mangas that i've read but i mean those are the three uh I'd say this year kind of standouts for me. But yeah, sorry. I just wanted to jump in there with some comic stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was giving you some shit. Sorry about that. No, you're good. Mark, did you read anything? Any comics that you want to mention? Uh, no, I've just been stalking Sam De La Rosa as best I can. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love that guy. I love everything he does. Obviously, Venom, you know. Uh, but also, uh, his Predator uh, work is awesome as well. Uh, the other books that I was uh, have been really trying to get through and like compare are the two uh, Batman versus Spawn books. Yes. Did and, he do those? Uh, no, 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 no. I just, oh, I just, just the new ones that just came out, right? Yeah, uh, no, no, no. The ones that have been out. Oh, the back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Those. Two. Okay, because I know that they just released number one of Ooh. Batman versus Spawn. And these are just like the I think ones that I think they're both graphic novels. And, okay, because uh, I think there's a new series out right now. I, I may be wrong, ooh. but I think there's a new series that just started. There is. It's a uh, Greg Capullo's doing the art for uh, McFarlane. Okay. Yeah, but it's oh, and McFarlane's on it. Like, is McFarlane yes. on the mm-hmm. book? Okay, I'm oh. gonna have to go check those out for sure now. Yeah. Yeah, it's only been out for just a little bit, so uh, maybe September or October. So there's only a couple say, issues that are in there. I was gonna say I thought it was like one or two issues out, so I'm glad that I was right on that one. 
<laughs> so that was a perfect segue there <laughs> with McFarlane and everything. Uh, but that's pretty much all I've got comic book wise. Yeah. Nothing new. Nothing before. New. You know what? Before we get into comic books, just because we could segue into this really quickly. I am a book fan and I would be remiss not to mention a book series that I just found. And it's called the Cradle Series by Will White. And oh. it is 11 books so far. I think there's supposed to be one more book. But I don't know, it's a new category of book for me, like subgenre or whatever. It's called lit RPG. And so it's like a, like characters actually like level up and stuff. And I'm in love with this series. It's called the Cradle Series. Okay. And, and I recommend this to everyone. And if you are a fan of Audible, get them on Audible. Uh, the guy who reads them, uh, Baldry, I think his name is, is amazing. He, he just knocks it out of the park. I could not stop listening to all of them. And I was really, really, really sad when I hit the last book and now have to wait for um, the last in the series. So I just want to throw that out there to the tenants out there that if you are a fan (laughs) of Audible, go check out the Cradle series by Will White. Fantastic. All right. So movies. Yes. What you got, Mark? Uh, Oh, you know what? So we're not doing shows. All right, all right. All right. We can talk about we shows can totally later. We do shows yeah. as well. Yeah. Okay, but separately or together? Do separately. Okay. Cool. So I won't say my that one. <clears throat> Let's see. Um, Is it only best. murders? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Willow. <laughs> we'll talk uh, about that. Good. Yeah, we'll talk about it in a minute. But um, let's see. So favorite movie. Okay, I didn't rank these, so but I'm just like going down the list. But I think that the best movie of the year is Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yep, that's on my list. Heck yeah. Go on, does somebody want to go next? You're no, you go ahead. Just go tell us your list. Dude. Go, oh, go down okay. your list. Yeah. Uh, in no particular order. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I loved Lightyear, uh, Prey, Jurassic World Dominion, uh, Top Gun Maverick. X and Pearl, which I didn't realize both of them were this year. Yeah. Uh, that was crazy. Uh, nope. Uh, the unbear- Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Fresh. Uh, don't Look Up. Wait it up. That's 2021. Wakanda Forever and Multiverse of Madness. Nice. It's a good list. Thank you, sir. Thank you. It's a good I list. tried. Uh, gosh, yeah. So I really think that everywhere, everything everywhere all at once is amazing. I'm trying to think of what my like, because that's like the best, but it doesn't mean it's my favorite of the year. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, sure. Yeah. I'm trying to think what my absolute favorite was. That's so tough. Isn't it? It's always, I mean, when people say, what is your favorite, blah, blah, blah. I'm always like, what mood am I in? Yeah. But so there's that. And I totally agree with that. Like if somebody's like, what's your favorite? But like, to me, a favorite is like, if I'm doing nothing, what will I turn on? What am I going to turn on? Even though I've seen it a whole bunch of times. It was like the year where I bought the Land of the Lost Blu-ray and then it was on <laughs> 24-7, no joke. I was watching Land of the Lost. I could quote that damn movie to you, but that whatever year that one came out was the year that I, That was the year. That movie, you know what I mean? But yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Um, so I guess my like absolute favorite uh, is probably the unbearable weight of massive talent. It's a good one. 
yeah, heard good things I, about that. I still haven't seen it, but I know I'm I'm supposed to rent it sometime soon and watch so it. So good. Do it. It's you, so funny. Uh, you and your partner need to sit down and just. Uh... Yeah, I saw the trailer, so I kind of I, I get what it is. I just want to actually see it, so I'm I'm pretty excited for it. Well, it's totally worth the hype, and I'm not even kidding. Uh oh. Uh, we have our favorite co-host chiming in over there. Yeah. I'm gonna mute. I'm gonna let. Uh... Okay. So... <laughs> I think he's gonna let, <laughs> let us go. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah, everything. Not everything. Everywhere. Uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent is totally worth the hype. Uh, I can't say enough about it. It's just such a like wholesome but action-packed comedy, and I just I totally recommend it. I think you're gonna have a blast with it uh let's see top gun maverick i was like so surprised and i will probably get like somebody just walking by me in the street hit me in the face for saying this but i thought this is one of the cases where the sequel is better than the original okay uh did you happen to see it Capita. i think he's asking you oh well yeah sorry i thought i didn't realize you were off mute so yeah <laughs> did you see it I saw it with Mark. Oh, no, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to tell you this. Tom Cruise, as batshit crazy as that dude is. Right. I will see every movie he releases. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I want to. And I want to see it on the, you know, the big IMAX and stuff. Just... Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's a guilty pleasure of mine. Uh, as far as franchises go, Mission Impossible is my favorite <laughs> stupid franchise you know yeah. one of those just like it's just my favorite action franchise uh i will see all those movies all the time uh i was super excited the, like my go-to like the like the reason that i saw avatar way of water in imax was because they were doing a special <laughs> imax presentation for dead reckoning the new mission impossible movie yeah uh, just for imax theater so yeah that sorry i had to chime in there i love tom cruise <laughs> I love you, Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise. <laughs> you, remember, Tom. you guys remember the year that Mission Impossible Two came out, and the VMAs did that. Uh, the Tom Cruise was it? Was it Will Ferrell, or was it uh, who was it? I don't remember who it was, but I do remember what you're talking about. Yeah, he's like, I'm Tom Cruise. I changed my name legally. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, I hijacked. <laughs> oh no, that's cool that's what we're here for yeah ben stiller i had to look it up real quick. oh ben stiller. oh is that where the stuntman thing came yes. from yeah. oh my god yes dude i totally remember that and that that skit is the one i remember the most is just the it's like we can finish each other's sentences and they like yeah. laugh oh my god that yeah. lives rent free in my head i love that it skit. does yes yes <laughs> who wants to go next on their list were you done with your list, Mark? Did you yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah, I just ran through it, and then we could talk about it. I, I didn't want to, like, talk about every movie, and I'm sure some of these are on your list, too. Okay. Um, myself, I went with The Batman. It's The Batman. Like, that's and, your favorite of the year? Uh, Yeah. I mean, Batman's always going to be my favorite, regardless. Anytime I get a new story, uh, I'm going to... It's going to be my favorite, just because I fucking love Batman, and I think... uh it was kind of the direction that we needed to go. So we'll be curious to see what happens, but um, 
Batman, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, uh, Wakanda Forever, uh, The Woman King. Uh, I appreciated the whole alternate history of that with Viola Davis, and that lady is tough. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, Werewolf by Night. It was a short movie, but I still appreciated it. It gave me a little bit of my monster madness that I needed. Yeah. Um, Turning Red. I thought that was a very important movie that Disney Pixar put out for uh, anyone who menstruates and just having to deal with the emotions and just how it reacts to your body and how things change. And uh, I wish something like that would have been available to me as a young person. So good job to them. Uh, Fresh. I don't know if you guys saw that movie, Fresh. It's a horror movie. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, yeah. But, uh, so fucking stupid, but I loved it so much. <laughs> just, oh, God, it was terrible, but it was really good. Um, good night, Oppie. Uh, I like that. Thrown in there for a little bit of documentaries. Uh, that's very sweet. I think we were all kind of captivated by uh was the opportunity that was just kind of you know stranded on Mars doing its thing, still trying, and they made a documentary about it, and it's super fucking cool. Uh, Guillermo de Toro's Pinocchio. Uh, I know some people don't like it. I thought it was really good. I kind of like the melancholy, you know, dark tale of it already, and it's based off like the 1830s uh, serial that came out back in the day, and which was much darker and. Uh, much more uh, haunting and so they did a really good job with it and uh, I love Patrick uh, McHale he's a creator of Over the Garden Wall and did some stuff with Adventure Time and so he helped uh, write the screenplay for this so I was just eating it and consuming it because I love Patrick McHale uh, McHale. and then uh, My Father's Dragon uh, the Netflix Cartoon Saloon team up Uh, Cartoon Saloon is one of my favorite animated studios they're responsible for the Book of Kells, Song of the Sea uh and all those kind of like you know Irish lore movies and so my father's dragon was their take on like the old uh book uh which is done very sweetly as well so a lot more uh animated I guess all ages movies in there now that I think about it but I think a lot of them are really just for everybody and I kind of appreciate when uh at surface level it seems like it's for the youth but when you're watching it as an adult like it hits you on two different levels like I feel this as a kid but oh my god I feel this as an adult <laughs> yes like Pete's dragon yeah so that's kind of, that's my list it's a great list no it's so good <clears throat> it's funny to see the overlapping because Mark said fresh yes I think you said the Batman I'm pretty sure I know I left it oh. off and I was actually like kind of like damn I totally forgot about that that was this year but uh, I my number one movie, I watched it again the other night with my wife. She had never seen it. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes. It wasn't going to be. It, it almost got knocked out. But watching it for a second time, I was like, oh, God, I'm feeling yeah. all the emotions again. I'm, yeah. I'm crying. I'm crying here. What um, almost knocked it out of first place? The Menu, which is my number uh-huh. the number two movie of the year. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, uh, Ralph Fiennes. Nicholas uh Holt Holt yeah yeah uh good god everyone in that cast <laughs> absolutely kills it even John Guizamo in his his small role it's just holy crap like everyone came out swinging uh is he god. gonna play Mario just kidding sorry. oh god <laughs> uh I have Pearl on here yeah. uh so my number one and number two are the menu and everything everywhere all at once. And then everything kind of jumbles towards, you know, as it goes down, some really bad. But uh, Pearl, psychological mind fuck. Yeah. It's, if Ty West's ex 
is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Pearl is Ty West Psycho. Totally. Oh my God, it's so good. It has um, all the elements. I liked X. X was fine. X yeah. was a, it was a good slasher flick. Yeah. Pearl is a masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say masterpiece. It's, it's a totally. whole nother, It's a whole nother level of a movie. You could not have seen X and still been enamored with Pearl. Yeah. It just brings it a different level having seen X. Uh, and the fact that they're in the same year is kind of insane. I wish Maxine would have come out this year, but I, I think it's going to be a really big spectacle uh, when it comes out next year. Um, nope. Jordan Peele. Yeah. Subverting the genre. Totally. Yes. And so many people were upset. I actually had a friend from high school uh, message me like just being like, what the heck is this? You like don't even basically see the UFO like at all. And I'm just like, that's the point. You got to read up on this movie. Otherwise, you're just going to think that. But if you don't read up on it, or if you read up on it, rather, you're going to see that this was an intentional thing. It was a tool. Taffeta, yeah. what, did you? I heard you say something. I just didn't hear you, what you said. Oh, uh, I was wanting to see that. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you haven't it's seen it yet? Ones. Oh, if so. you lived closer, I would have you borrow the, the Blu-ray. So, so sorry. Oh, <laughs> if okay. I, I mean, like it. everyone else is listening. They may not have seen it either, but sure. uh, it's been it's been out for a while at this point. It's the end of the year. That's and great. I think, you know, by the time you've seen the trailers and the posters, it's implied it's a fucking UFO. Yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, I kind of, and, and I get that. That's why I wanted to see it. You know, there was, uh, there was just, a lot that I wanted to see that I missed out on. He does a really good job of making you think one thing and making yeah. you want something and then not giving it to you, but then making you say thank you at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, thank you for not giving what me what I wanted because you gave me something totally brilliant. Um. Top I feel like Men was trying to do that. Yeah, we'll <laughs> like we look it up later. I have later something to say and... about that movie <laughs> in a little bit. I have something to say about two of my favorite production companies' movies. Anyway, um, Top Gun Maverick, it was better than the original. The, yeah, hands down. I don't think you can go into that movie and not be happy you saw it. I know you were saying you wanted to see it, Taffeta. In some of the theaters, they're doing this really cool. I, I hadn't heard of this until my buddy brought it up, but some of the theaters are doing this thing where the movie comes off the screen now. And so wow. it fills up like the whole wall. So it's like a really cool, like it's called like a uh, uh, movie theater X or something like that. It's like what? extra. I have not heard of this before. And my buddy was telling me about it and I looked it up and I was like, holy crap. There's some Dallas theater showing it uh, with this X. Uh, it looked really cool. Um, so Top Gun Maverick, the unbearable weight of massive talent for the long time was my number two. Um, I freaking love Nick Cage in this movie. It is brilliant. It is stupid. It is fun. It is absolutely a joy to watch. Uh, definitely in my favorites, uh, if not my favorite of this year, as far as enjoyability. Um, fresh. Holy crap, fresh. <laughs> Holy crap, fresh. How like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know anyone else who watched that. So when you were saying that, I was like, oh, yeah. that's all mine. Mark and I uh, reviewed that for Pop Culture Elevator. We just were in love with it. Sebastian Stan was so damn good. So good. Uh, <laughs> we yeah. even had a whole thing where we were trying to envision <laughs> what a sequel would be and what we wanted out of a sequel, which would be uh, the main character, girl who got away, actually gets into it and she starts selling. Right. She starts yeah. taking over. Yeah. Which I she thought. Sees it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Batman is on my top 10 list. The Batman. It's 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 Batman how we've always wanted to see Batman but never have. Yeah, um, I'm excited to see the sequel and see more of 
Pattinson taking on the Bruce Wayne role. Um, we saw a little bit of it in the ending of this movie where he's starting to become more of that role. Um, so I'm excited to see where he goes with that. Uh, Scream. I loved Scream. Jenna Ortega uh, is a dream. She is she is my my Scream queen right now. I will watch yeah. anything Jenna Ortega Wednesday. Um, all of that. Scream Scream Five was fantastic. Uh, Jackass Forever. <laughs> is it your uh, top? It's in my top, man. I love <laughs> Jackass Forever. Uh, hysterical. But then I put some like honorable mentions. I saw Barbarian today. That movie kind of blew me away in a different way. Like I just didn't expect it. Uh, I expected a lot more. That turned out to be a little bit different the hype than what I killed thought. It. Yeah, the hype really did. So the I'm hype... glad that I didn't really listen to a lot of it or go in knowing anything about it. The Descent is my all-time favorite horror movie. Um, and yeah. this very much felt like Descent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like so that one. That's why I really enjoyed it, I think, more. But it's not in my top 10. It's just honorable mention. Prey was amazing. Uh, I did not think Predator could be a good movie anymore. And they gave me a good Predator movie. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Werewolf by Night and Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Yes. Loved them, absolutely loved them both. Um, and then uh, Clerks 3. Just okay. loved Clerks 3. Those, And I put the Weird Al movie in there just because that was really fun. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. But yeah. Clerks 3 was hard not to put in my top just because I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. Uh, we love him, but it, it's, you know, there were so many, there were so many good movies that I saw this year that I was just really a big fan of it all. Yeah, I spent a lot more time watching just like series and binging series and stuff. I, I did watch a good amount of movies, but when I look back, most of the stuff I think was just uh, whatever I could watch that was on TV. Yeah, and it's just easier to stay home and yeah <laughs> and consume that way i do i want to say this before we get off the subject of movies um there were a couple movies that i was super psyched for that really were bad like what like bodies 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 oh this movie, i thought i was gonna be a laugh a minute that trailer was just terrible looks so good and i was like yes. oh my god we're gonna make fun of this this generation after us it's gonna be great Mm -hmm. and, and they did there was some good satire in there but god that movie was terrible and that ending pissed me off have you seen this yet taffeta i have not it is don't <laughs> it is we need so... to give this to like wes anderson so he can just like lose the footage <laughs> it was so paul paul ws anderson yeah paul oh my bad i said wes anderson sorry <laughs> wes anderson could probably make a better bodies 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh it was really bad and then men mark and i went and saw men thinking it was gonna oh. be like the trailer is sick oh yeah trailer is so sick and 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 the plot is so good and it's the slow burn is actually really nice you know you're sitting there you're like oh yeah this is okay the beautiful countryside the beautiful footage the shots the music the lack of music all of it works and then you get into the plot and you're like what, what? <laughs> and it's it's not hard to understand it's not like you don't understand it no until the end it's thrown in your face yeah and it's like it men suck 
And we get this. We get it. Men yeah. suck to women. And there's all these different types of uh, different versions of the same actor. Greg Kinnear, amazing actor, does it. Killer job of playing yeah. all of the uh, the parts. Um, and even, uh, I can't think of the actress's name, but she is amazing in it. But every man is like a, a different version of how men are. You know, like yeah. mansplainer and like too good of a guy and just like whatever. All these different types of guys. Uh and, and then it's like, okay, so we understand this. It's like, this is what women go through all the time. Um, <laughs> I got it. I understood it. It, it was a, it's a pretty good plot point. Not subtle at all. I, no subtlety whatsoever. And then this monster thing of above starts birthing itself yeah, multiple it's times. Like, what the fudge is going on here? <laughs> see, I'm going to have to see it. It seems like it's ridiculous. Oh, God, it, it is. is. And the, I, I just remember thinking, oh, these girls behind us are going to love this. Like, this looks like up their alley. They yeah. Get, they literally walk down, they look at us and go, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. yeah the, we were like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And and this is coming from a director who I absolutely love. Adore. You know, Ex Machina and Annihilation and uh beach. the beach and 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 ton of danny boyle films you know yeah. and so i don't know i just didn't it didn't click with me and that was that is why it is the second worst film of this year because hey. I, I i hated bodies 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 more than men if i was gonna write a movie review for uh men it would say i'm not mad i'm just disappointed <laughs> <laughs> yeah <that's worse>. yeah <laughs> oh god i'm sorry i just had to go off if there's any movies that you guys think are pretty bad i'd love to hear i, I mean you took you took the words out of my mouth with both of those movies really yeah you know i there wasn't anything that i was that i can think of because what happens is like if i don't like it like i will forget about it yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm I like oh my gosh so i can't I, think of i know there's something but i i can't think of it because it just I forget about it. But I didn't like these so hard that I can't forget about them. <laughs> so there are movies where I'm like, ah, oh, forgettable, done. They're out of my mind. Uh, this was not. That, but yeah, weird. that that's it's, how bad men was. Because I'm normally in the same vein. I'm like, oh yeah, I watched that and it sucked. Uh, but uh, like I have to be reminded later. But that was so bad that I'm just like. Oh, that was, I guess, kind of the hype killed that one too because of yeah. who was associated with it. So well, we expected just so much more. Mark, Mark did this to me last year. He hyped me up for a movie, and and sent the trailers and was like, "We gotta watch this. We gotta watch this." It was <laughs> it was directed by Jay Baruchel and uh and, and it starred uh, Jay Baruchel and um what what's that girl you like? What's her name from the Fast and Furious movies? Jordana Brewster. Jordana Brewster and. Uh, <laughs> one of the dudes from Grey's Anatomy and it looked, you know, like, okay, cool. This looks like uh, pretty interesting. Let's, let's watch this. And it was about his, the violence or whatever. History like, of, of violence. No, yeah. it's not. No. History. Yeah, it's bad. It was so something bad. like that. Oh God. It was one of those movies that I wanted to turn off uh, halfway <laughs> through, but since we were going to talk about it, I couldn't. Because Jordana Brewster might pop up five minutes later. <laughs> we kept watching. Oh God. It was so bad. Uh, Anyway, uh, I will honorable mention <laughs> the 3D in Avatar is amazing. That's okay. I'm going to give it that. That's what I liked about Avatar The Way of Water. 
Did you see that yet? You didn't. You said you weren't going to see it. I haven't. Yeah, I'll just wait till it comes out on streaming. I, I mean, I didn't see the first Avatar until like eight or nine years after okay. it was released. So, I mean, I like James Cameron, but I just was if, like, I'm eh. going to say this. Yeah. If, if Avatar was just mad to you, this will probably be mad times two. Um, yeah. It wasn't as good as the first one, in my opinion. Although uh, no. the last hour of it had me, like I can say that yeah. the last hour of the movie had me, and I was like, hell yeah, let's go. This is yeah. great. Uh, but doesn't make up for the two hours before um <laughs> kiri was awesome just yeah Lonnie weaver's character was fantastic can't wait so, to see what they do with her same i have some really awesome things in mind for her i'm not going to go into them uh, since you haven't seen it but <laughs> um so for me i really loved the first avatar like a lot more than i would say the average joke and um so for this one like i for one i'm not a huge fan of like modern 3d i want 3d popping out at me not going back into the screen. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so I like avoided the spectacles intentionally. And I, I went to this place called uh, uh, it's a Keller Movie House and Eatery. And they didn't have a great sound system, but I was kind of glad because I wanted to focus more on the story. Cause like, I didn't, you know, kind of like a nope situation. You know, I just wanted to focus on the details. And I really liked the world building they're doing in this this movie. I do feel like it's a little bit long winded. Um, I, Danny, I think at one point you said there's like an hour at least that could be cut. I I think at least thirty minutes to an hour could definitely be cut. But I still liked it. I still like where we were going with it. It yeah. was just it's just uh, and maybe the hue of green that they chose for the other tribe was a little off for me. But other than that, I really, really liked it. Um, but definitely not as much as the first. And I I just think that this is a sequel within, how many are they supposed to do? Six or 10? What did you say, Danny? Uh, no, it's like five or six. Yeah. yeah and I'm just yeah. like, yeah. That's how I, feel. That's I feel like all. that's, I feel like that's the thing that they did. They bit off more than they could chew. And they, they should have shrunk this down into a trilogy and cut the fat. Or you just know a want, series. Want... Just make it a series on Netflix or go. Amazon or HBO. Just... I need James Cameron to calm down and go give me a real nice 4K HDR transfer of Terminator 2. Boom. That's what I need. I, I need him to stop giving us this crappy transfer that keeps coming out because it's not good. Uh, the, the Abyss, though, coming out on 4K HDR in March. Super sweet. <laughs> uh, it's one of my favorite James Cameron films. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. TV hey, series. Uh... Do we want to do we want to talk some TV series? Um, I don't need to break down into like all of them, but I can yeah. give you like the the list of stuff that I watched this year that I really liked. Uh, and maybe you guys got some of it too, but I don't need to go just for anyone listening. If you're looking for some stuff that uh that came out this year that you might appreciate, uh, I would go with Severance, uh, Reservation Dogs, Murderville, Murderville. Uh, Inventing Anna, uh, Wednesday, The Sandman, She Hulk. Uh, obviously, only murders in the building. Uh, Peacemaker, Reacher, uh, Interview of the Vampire, uh, Outer Range, Pieces of Her. I feel like I had one more. Let me check this real quick. I think that is maybe it. Oh, uh, The House and Man vs. B. Man wow. vs. B. What a weird show. So good. <laughs> I love Rowan so Atkinson. Good. Like since the Black Adder, uh, Mr. Bean days. And so anytime there's something that comes out with him, even this was like, you know, five minute, you know, episodes of him fighting a bee turned out to be endearing and sweet. So I had fun with it. Yeah, I'm going to go piggyback off your Wednesday for sure. The Sandman for sure. I have, I am so bad. 
I have not watched any of the Marvel series since Loki. Since I, I have not seen everything from Moon Knight on yet. I plan on doing it, but I have not yet. Um, but Wednesday, Sandman. Um, I'm going to go with Chainsaw Man uh, for anime. Jujutsu Kaisen, fantastic stuff. Um, uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other TV shows. I, I have not gotten to watch as many TV shows as I usually want to, which kind of sucks. Um, I haven't even gotten to watch all of Obi-Wan yet. So I haven't watched any all of Obi-Wan. I haven't watched any of Andor. I'm so Same. I'm about two episodes into Andor. I haven't finished it. So. I've heard nothing but good things. Oh, I'm so behind. Yeah. I've heard a lot of good things. So people listening, we do want to see it. We're not saying we don't want to see Andor. We definitely want to. We just listen to everything else we just watched. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's so much media. There's so much media to consume. Murderville. I agree with you 100 percent on Murderville. I actually just uh put the santa the new special in yeah the that was was it good yeah it was so stupid I but can't, good well jason bateman and um uh arnett will and it yeah but who's the other one that was a uh, um, my Rudolph, Maya Rudolph. Right? yeah like just absolutely fantastic hey interviews good interview the vampires good yes yes okay my yeah. it's one it's my all-time it's my second <laughs> favorite vampire movie ever made yeah so i really want to watch wait, wait, wait. what's the first the Lost Boys. Oh yeah, duh. Lost Boys. <laughs> I love the Lost Boys, um, but Interview the Vampires it probably tie for both of those movies. Yeah, um, totally. But I wanted to watch the show and I haven't watched it yet. I'm really excited so for to watch that. And then what in March is the um, Mayfair Witches, which was really mm-hmm. good. I'm yes. really excited for that as well. So, oh, it's so much to watch. No time to watch. And I'm pretty sure Stranger Things came out in 22, right? Yes. Yeah, season, season four. Okay. Oh, yeah. I really love that. And uh, what was the other one I was going to mention? Oh, yeah. Y'all mentioned it Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I thought that was awesome. I thought it could have been a little bit better. But for this, what this generation does, having to check off a whole bunch of messages <laughs> that they have to, uh, what do they do? They call it culture signalists with. Yeah. And, you know, like that stuff. Like with that in mind, I thought they did an excellent job. But if, this were made in the 90s it would have been so much better or excuse me early 2000s but uh yeah so there's that and my absolute favorite show that's come out and is still running uh, is willow uh it's it's probably a personal favorite it's really close to my heart grew up with the movie uh and know like every detail about it uh so the show has just been hitting it right the nail right on the head and like as far as like keeping faithful to the original uh making you love the new characters and on top of that bringing in a sick soundtrack although they've been kind of a little bit a little bit too poppy like in but once it's like what in while it's still the show the the music is really good and then it's credits and it goes into some like really new version of an awesome song that was amazing before they remade it (laughs) and so uh, like it basically metallica and whatnot and uh that's the only, my only complaint is basically the credits outro soundtrack that's about it but uh yeah i love this show so much warwick davis is just a beast uh he brings like this amazing disgruntled comedy uh to the screen that I, it's just delightful i, bring, I love it so much they bring val mm-hmm. kilmer in yet no i i i don't i'm hoping that they do no they will like, i mean they already said he's in okay good if he was in it yet 
No, no, he's not. And um, I think it's uh, episode three or four that I'm on that's set that are out right now. Yeah, oh, I'm about two behind you. I'm at two episodes in. I hadn't actually caught up, so I didn't make my list as everything that I could really get into, but I have enjoyed it. But I will oh, yeah. say I read an article that said he is not in it this season oh. because of COVID. But oh, his is character is? is not completely ruled out for the series. But this season, uh, due just to health and a lot of stuff going on, they couldn't get him in. But maybe they'll surprise us. But I, I know whenever I was posting about it, talking about it, people were like, where is he at? And so I was kind of looking it up and I found a few articles that said that he just, it couldn't make it right, but the character is not out of the series, just not in this season. So fingers yeah. crossed either way. Maybe he'll okay. show up or Same. maybe I... the next season, but I have enjoyed it and I, I do like the take on it. I like how they're bringing it back around, you know, and giving us, you know, okay, well, this is the baby. We did all this, like, you know, adventuring and fighting for this baby. What happened to her? And now we're going to find out what happened to her. So it's really cool that way. Okay. Oh, totally. I need me some Mad Mortigan and I'm just like trying to be <laughs> so sensitive about Comer because, you know, he's, he's in a vulnerable state you know so it's like whatever you have to do to bring him in carefully please yes. do that because <laughs> he is a treasure and um but yeah like i if he couldn't be in the show i would totally understand but if he does come onto the show holy effing f balls <laughs> that will just be like the highlight of my year perfect um. I do want to go and say I'll also W on the Peacemaker. Peacemaker was a was oh, a yeah. joy. Was an absolute joy. Uh I I I I I don't know what Gunn and Saffron are doing with DC. Um, you know, we just found out that uh, Black Adam is out. Yeah. So not gonna be part of it anymore. <laughs> um uh, not right Rock, now, not kicking off. Right. And the Rock said, you know, it may be like a multiverse type thing where his Adam comes back later in some other form or fashion. And that's okay. Cause I, I don't know. I, a lot of people I know didn't like black Adam. I, for one really enjoyed it. I did too. I wasn't um, looking for it to be like this masterpiece and I wasn't looking for it to be like the Batman or, you know, like any of these other deep movies. I expected the rock to be the rock and it maybe be three stars. And that's what yeah. I got. Yeah. <laughs> so, and an amazing job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was super fun. And it was exactly what it needed to be in my, my uh, opinion. Um, and it's really sad, you know, we're not going to get Cavill back as Superman and, and Affleck back as Batman and God, you know, all of them are kind of out, which is fine. If they're, if they're going to do it, reboot it right, do it the way I have trust in James Gunn. He's not, but because Peacemaker does take place in the Snyderverse, does that mean that Peacemaker is out too? Because I would be so sad if we did not get another season of Peacemaker. Yeah, that's weird because they did use his Suicide Squad though for Black Adam. Exactly. It was really weird. And they and, used, yeah, yeah, they used that. They used uh, and for his other Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the Flash were in it as well. I mean, yeah, he's he's literally just like digging a hole. He, he is. Yeah. Hard to get out of. He does oil. not want to be oil? in this world anymore. <laughs> just like he can. I believe that Gun can find a way to keep his Suicide Squad in there. Like I believe he could find a way to do that. And 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 I think how I think they're going to do it personally is I think they're going to go and uh, do another reshoot of the ending of the Flash, and it's going to create a whole new verse hmm. i think that's my personal thought 
I think that's their only play. I mean, uh, I personally, I think that they're just trimming the fat. Like they're getting people off of this property that's associated with Flash, but they're like putting them into other gigs because if they don't employ them at this time, then their like contract is like broken. And so they're like, well, we got to have something for them to do. Mm-hmm. So they're like, so they're like shutting down that production, doing what they can with it and making sure they don't break their contract by like having these people be unemployed. And then, um, and then they're going to do exactly what you said. They're, it's going to be like a multiverse type of situation. And they're, it's just going to be like, all right, well, we, we're recast now because we're in a different universe. Right. And thank you very much, Ezra, for all that. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to blame Ezra for the fall of DC. Pretty much right now, this run. <laughs> I'd blame the fans too. Oh, yeah. Well, well, this has been don't a blame our fans. No, not at all. <laughs> no, never. No, 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 no. But we're also DC fans, so you know we can blame ourselves <laughs> a little bit too here. It's true. It's true. Tenants, thank you for for listening to our long winded uh, best of 2022 episode. Um, our bonus length episode. Ah, yes. Sell it. Sell yeah. it. That's it. That's bonus it. Bonus right length episode. She's good at this, folks. She's. <laughs> we know the reason you're listening is for Taffeta, old crone darling. <laughs> so you guys enjoy this stocking stuffer of an episode, and we wish you a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Happy New Year, and then we'll be back in 2023. Uh, ready to take on Ant-Man and some of these other movies that I cannot wait for that kick off February. Yes. So excited. So ready. Thanks everybody. Make sure you like, subscribe, rate us so we can keep popping up on your tunes. Thanks again.